0: Get your quote today at progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust progressive progressive casualty insurance company and affiliates price and coverage match
1: limited by state law. Welcome in everybody to a post game edition of spits and suds. The Dallas stars tonight get two points. Wasn't easy. Five to four over your Ottawa senators. I'm Gavin Spittle of one Oh five, three, the fan. Hope you guys are having a great weekend thus far. Back-to-back stars tonight with the victory. Two points on the road tomorrow against St. Louis. Let's start with this game. This game was all over the place. And let me start by saying I have to make this disclaimer. Like, I want the stars, obviously, to win. It's good for business. It's great locally for hockey. But at the same time, I'm going to call it like it is. And I'm not going to put on stars, rose color glasses. And some might say, well, Gavin, you're a hater. And that's why I'm making this, this, this disclaimer. It's actually the opposite. I'm very passionate about this team. I'm very passionate about hockey and DFW, but I'm also going to give you what my opinion. And I'm going to be objective. I'm not going to be biased and good teams find ways to win. And kudos to the Stars. They pick up a valuable two points. But let's look at the other side. Ottawa lost to St. Louis. Ottawa has struggled. Ottawa is not a good team right now. Ottawa is without Thomas Shabbat. Vladimir Tarasenko, just prior to the game, had to leave based on personal reasons, so he was scratched for tonight's game. So you're without Shabbat, you're without Tarasenko, And you're coming off a back-to-back. And Ottawa almost pulled this game off. They had the playbook in which you can beat the Stars. And if you listen to Spitz and Suds, you've heard me say, this is where I think teams can capitalize on as far as uh, playing against the Dallas Stars. And Ottawa used that playbook tonight. Ottawa was the more physical team. Ottawa was, was the more aggressive team. Ottawa was the better checking team. They just ran out of gas in the third period and they did what Ottawa does. And someday Ottawa is going to be good because there's a lot of talent on that team. They just can't put it together. It's absolutely amazing to see. Um, And I'm not trying to make this a pro Ottawa. In my opinion, you know, Matt Duchesne named the number one star with a goal and an assist, two points. Jacob Chikrin was named the number two star. I hope you guys realize why Sean and I talk about Jacob Chikrin so much on Spits and Suds. He was an absolute beast tonight on the ice. Three assists, uh, just twenty-five plus minutes on the ice. You know they're down Shabbat as I mentioned, so Jacob Chikrin takes that number one role and he thrived in control all night long. Made some great defensive plays as well. So and uh, Thomas Harley coming up big once again, stars defenseman with another goal, this time shorthanded man, he's looking good this year. So it's a it's a good win. I wouldn't call it a quality win based on so many mistakes. And this could have been a game against maybe a better squad. Uh, I don't think you win this game. So let's start from the beginning. Only 90 seconds in Travis Hammonick with a goal and. It was a deflection that got by Ottinger and Esselindel right in front of Ottinger. And all I can say about Esselindel, I appreciate that he's trying to get in front of shots. But if you break down that block shot, what are defensemen supposed to do? They're supposed to close those legs. That puck deflected through the legs of Esselindel and no goalie's going to stop that. And how many times have we seen pucks deflect off of Esselindel Lindell trying to block a shot? He's just having a tough year. And I hate to say it this way, but there is a regression in his game. He's not the same Esselindel Lindell that you signed to a multi-year contract at $6 million per year. He's an okay defenseman, but you know, not great. Ottawa takes the lead, one to nothing. This is the sixth straight game that a team has gotten the first goal against the Stars. So once again, we talk about the lack of consistency coming out of the gate, and the Stars just have fallen behind too many times this season. Okay. Second goal. Um, Is it once again on a block? Joel Hanley blocks it. Batherson regathers and scores. Batherson was a menace in front of the net. They could not move him. We talk about physicality, and we talk about players getting in front of the net and using their size against this smaller defensive core of the Dallas Stars. And if you look at that play, Ryan Souter tried numerous times to move Batherson. He just could not get him out of the way Really good job by Batherson, and all of a sudden, it's two to nothing. And then on top of that, eleven fifty-seven into the game, Jake Ottinger leaves the game, and maybe it was on that toe save where he had to gather the puck, and that looked pretty awkward. But it's never a good sign when any player whether it's your goalie or any player raises his hand and wants a timeout on the ice. That's not a good sign. So skates heavily on one end, leaving the ice. did not return Pete DeBoer after the game, announcing that Jake Ottinger will not make the trip further examination. Um, and we'll see called the lower body injury, but we could fingers crossed. We'll see how that MRI comes out tomorrow, but, yikes scott wedgwood comes in down two to nothing no warm up and holds the fort scott wedgwood probably should have been one of the three stars of the night as well he looked really really good and that's what your backup goalie has to do just give you chances to get back in the game and get back in the game the stars do uh stars go on the power play ottawa one of the worst penalty kill teams. You saw the over aggression looking at the puck, sending three or four guys after that leaves a lot of space and the ageless wonder in front of the net for his seventh power play goal, Joe Pavelski, tied for third in the NHL in that category. And you know, one of the other aspects that, you know, if you notice, is that Rupi hence created The draw of the Ottawa defense, nice and calmly, lifted the pass uh, so Joe Pavelski um, could put it in. Just a nice touch, soft hands by Rupe Hence, Stars back in it. Uh, So, uh, let's see. 639 left in the first. Claude Giroux is sprung and gets around Thomas Harley. Um, That's the thing about these Stars D-men. The other thing is you can get around them. And because they're not pushing off, they're using their stick. And, you know, Craig knows this game so much better. But one thing we talked about earlier this week is the lack of physicality. And just a simple push can push you to the side. It's not illegal to do that. But when you use your stick and you're leaning in, you know, the player can use that offhand and kind of push against you and create leverage. Uh, Wedgwood made an initial great stop and Norris hustling. Norris is the one that made the initial pass that sprung Claude Giroux, okay? So he's behind the play. And when you look at the replay, number four just had a lackluster effort. Miro Haskinen has to get back on that and has to use his speed to get back on that. So Norris hustling, untouched, no blocking, getting in front of the net. And he skates right by Miro, skates by everyone, taps in the rebound to make it three to one. Tough play from Miro Heiskinen. You can't win the Norris, folks, when replays like that are readily available. Seconds later, Essa Lindell answers back. This was an absolute roller coaster of a game. Four on four, especially. Uh, you know, little pirouette um, by Duchesne uh, at the top of the blue line. Hands it off to Esalen Nice wrister. Forsberg should have had it. Um, And you could tell Forsberg's reaction in the Ottawa net. He wasn't happy about it. Stars once again. Back to one goal, 3-2. to So uh, then once again, Batherson creating havoc all night. Cleans up his own rebound. They can't move him, as I mentioned. Second goal of the game, 4-2 Ottawa. Thomas Harley once again answers with a shorthanded goal. He actually did something that Otto has been doing. He actually uses his strength and his speed, gets around, uh, kind of a light backhand. Forsberg can't control it. But as uh, Harley is going by, he taps it through the pads, just Real good skill level to keep the balance as you're moving so fast to get that stuck in stick in there to tap it by Forsberg. Just a real nice goal, and I think a momentum changer for the stars as they get a goal uh, shorthanded. Third period, 13 minutes to play. Miro Hashkinen ties it. Wyatt Johnston, who's been struggling lately. Should have had a power play goal. I know it was a bouncing puck, but I think if Wyatt Johnston is streaking like he did at the beginning of the year, he gets that goal. But it goes over his stick later on. Just real nice stick handling around a couple of Ottawa players. Finds Miro Heiskanen. Actually, they took it away from Wyatt Johnston, but as they deflected it away, it went to Heiskanen with the uh, fluky pass into the one-timer, and we're tied up. And then Stars take the lead. Five to four, the game winner, all Matt Duchesne. What can this guy not do this year? What a pickup by Jim Nill. Keeps it in the zone, spins at the blue line, gets through the sends D, pushes it behind the back, in front, deflects off of Norris. Matt Duchesne's your number one star of the night with a goal and assist and two points for the stars. So good that they get two points. But there was some bad in there. So we'll see what happens as far as the transaction. Matt Murray, just to let you know, played in Grand Rapids tonight. The Griffins beat the Texas Stars. But Matt Murray's been playing well. He also has NHL experience playing in three games last year. So I expect Matt Murray and a transaction to happen and be called up tomorrow. But I do expect Scott Wedgwood uh, to be in net. Uh, tomorrow night against the Blues, who, by the way, since making a coaching change, are playing much better, so this is not going to be a surefire two points. We talked at the beginning of the week. This is a week that you could get points, and the Stars are taking advantage of that, but I would love to see a solid effort from the boys on a back-to-back. I'd love to see them take control of this game. They're a much better team than St. Louis. St. Louis, although they won't admit it, is in the middle of a rebuild, and you could take advantage of that. Um, Fans are on top of St. Louis. We saw the reaction booing the other night in St. Louis at the Blues players. That's a dedicated fan base who is not happy right now. Your job as the Dallas Stars is to make them boo by putting a lot of pressure and creating St. Louis mistakes. All right. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. So Jordan H says at Harper hockey fan, make sure to check out spits and suds podcast, massive stick tap for Jordan out of Vancouver, Canada, Canada. Should I say Eden Shadlow? My only question, what the heck was that game? (laughs) That game was six flags, Eden. Also, given how innocuous the incident that led to Otter's injury looked, do you think he has been carrying something and just aggravated it today? I did think of that, Eden. I think that's an interesting point because we have not seen the vintage Jake Ottinger we're used to. However, um, I think it was just an awkward save. And as I mentioned, never a good sign when he's raising his hand and can't put too much pressure on that leg. So it might take some rest uh, to heal this. We'll see what the MRI MRI shows, but certainly something uh, was tweaked when you have to call yourself off the ice. Sometimes it will happen during a commercial timeout, but Jake Ottinger wanted that off that ice and he wanted off the ice fast. MB at MB10D. Since Thanksgiving, the Stars are 29th in GA and dead last in save percentage with an 873 percentage. GA's goals against. Not numbers a cup contender should have for this long of a stretch. This was a good win for our offense, but what can be done to fix this issue? Or is it as simple as letting it fix itself? Whoo, MB, that trade deadline can't come fast enough. I really think the Stars have to make some defensive moves. This is not a, in my opinion, this is not a cup contender with the defensive core they have right now. I mean, that's terrific that Thomas Harley is looking good, and I think he's a big part of this future. But, you know, Joel Hanley's is going to be Joel Hanley. Esselin as I mentioned, regression. Yanni Hockenpah, good on the kill, but we know what Yanni Hockenpah is. Ryan Suter, we all know what Ryan Suter is, and I think Miro's having a down year. I think that explains the defensive core's. And, oh, yeah, the guy that you were hoping would blossom this year, Nils Lundqvist, can't get on the ice. This is a bunch of guys, and I don't know how else to say it. I'm not trying to demean them. I'm not trying to say they are not trying. But the skill level in that defensive core is just not there this year. Miro's a good player, but he needs help. And we're seeing that I think Miro's putting too much pressure on himself both offensively and defensively. I'm glad he got that game-winning goal. But, I mean, you saw one of the Ottawa goals that he was on the ice for, and I just didn't think he put enough effort in there. Needed to skate back. Uh, all right. Angie, at Fancy Catch-Up, says, Did Gavin do anything fun for his birthday? <laughs> Thank you, Angie. That's really nice. Yes, it was my birthday. And uh, it was yesterday and the stars weren't playing, so I had a night off from hockey. Um, I did. I had a nice dinner, and it was uh, it was a nice uh, night. And uh, worked hard, um, but, yeah, it was a nice birthday, and uh, I'm off to my birthday weekend. Thank you so much for uh, remembering. Got to play a little indoor golf today. Got some swings in. That was uh, my treat. So uh, thank you uh, so much, and hopefully I do not look my age, which I refuse to tell all of you. Uh, Crow Wi-Fi says Poirier or Murray. Let's go with Murray um, just for the simple fact that Texas Stars are also playing tomorrow night, and I would like to see Remy coming off a shutout performance, stay down in Texas, continue to improve, gain that confidence. He could be a good goalie in the future. He's still young, um, so let him get his reps there. Let's call up Matt Murray, like I said. Has been with the team. I don't want to say a good percentage last year, but was called up uh, several times. And, uh, you know, in, in those cases, I think he'll be much calmer. And I think, you know, he's good behind the bench. His teammates know him and he's played well this year in Texas. So go with the guy that has that NHL experience. One thing Sean Shapiro did point out on Twitter he also makes less. So he's an easier call up. All right. At Ashley Norma03. Hey, Ash. Non hockey related. Favorite Christmas traditions? Ooh. So, one of my favorite Christmas traditions, it actually, I guess it's hockey related. <laughs> uh, I do love the winter classic. And I think that's one of my favorite times of the holidays. Uh, I enjoy the festivities. I enjoy the pre, the post, the in-game, the concerts. So I really uh, do enjoy that. Uh, Non-hockey related. Boy, that's a good one. Um, My mom is from England, from the northern part of England. Bolton, England to be, in fact, near Manchester and Liverpool. Shout out to the Bolton Wanderers. Um, That's my soccer slash football team and when your mom says i can't believe you're a bolton wanderers fan that's when you know that your team hasn't been good in recent years <laughs> but i'm sticking with them and uh, honestly uh favorite christmas tradition is spending time with the family my family does not live here so when i get to see them i try to embrace that time as much as possible so that is uh my favorite christmas tradition is spending time Uh, around family and friends. Okay. And also my parents buy me scratch tickets every year and I never win, but every year I get excited about a scratch ticket thinking I'm going to win and I never do. All right. A couple of questions from Simon cave at Sunder Simon underscore cave are D zone exits are being shut down consistently in the neutral zone. What do you think is plan B for zone exits as there is zero chance they will go back to Bones hockey and his dump and chase? Uh, and he also adds, looked like a groin injury when his legs slid on the puck. That could be a disaster and take significant time to heal. As someone who has played competitive tennis and suffered a groin injury, they are brutal to recover from. A, because there's no quick answer and it takes time. And B, the reaggravation percentage is high so rest is the key and you got to strengthen that area and hope that and because when you come back i know it took me a while i was extremely gingerly uh i guess that's the correct vocabulary um playing any kind of sports and every once in a while i'd feel a little twinge and i'd just be super careful and imagine that but you're playing goalie in the nhl uh, as far as d zone exits. The forwards have to help, and you got to get that puck out quicker because the tape is out. And you saw how hard Ottawa was coming at you in the zone this uh, tonight. You saw how hard they were checking and they were pinning the Stars up against the boards. So, if you want to wing it around the boards and you think that's quicker, that's fine. But you're also giving the time for the forwards to collapse against the Stars D. So you got to get it out as quick as possible. The forwards have to help in the defensive zone. I understand they want to break out, and I understand that's part of Pete DeBoer's playbook as far as attacking. But you know you have to make sure that it gets out of the zone um, before you leave. And that's a that's the questions for tonight. Great job, guys. Uh, that was absolutely wonderful. I think you guys asked some terrific questions. 5-4 uh, is your final score. And, uh, wow, we'll see what happens. One thing I did not want to point out, the Stars, and I always point this out, they're among the leaders, 61.5% win rate in the face-off circle. That is going to be a major factor in the game. When you look at the shots on goal, um, Ottawa, 29 Dallas 24, but that puck possession, especially in the third period, they really wore down the Ottawa Senators. Ottawa not being able to take advantage of the power play. 0-3, Stars do get that Pavelski goal. So they were 1-3 for uh, on the power play. So, you know, that's going to do it for me, Gavin Spittle, for tonight. And thank you so much for listening and supporting uh, Spitz & Suds. I will say... Hope it's not a spits and suds curse, but tonight in Grand Rapids, Cross Hannes, who we had on earlier of the week, the Lake Highlands, uh, future prospect of the Detroit uh, Red Wings. Um, Sorry, Highland Village native um, has been playing well for the Red Wings after coming off his uh, shoulder situation that sidelined him last year. So the 21 year old, we had a great sit down, talked about growing up in Dallas. If you could check that out, that would be wonderful. The objective is, is to grow this show in DFW. So we are going to highlight those athletes, those hockey players, that have been in the DFW Metroplex, because I think that's important. We talk stars, we talk NHL, so spread the word if you can. We're trying to do the best we can and give you as many podcasts so far for this week as far as fresh content with the Dallas Stars. Thank you all so much for supporting spits and suds i hope this holiday season has been wonderful and continues to be wonderful once again angie thank you so much for the birthday wishes have a great weekend we'll be back before you know it with another episode of spits and suds